Welcome to The Single Parent Preacher. My name is Alex. I'd like to start out this episode with an apology. I know episodes have been very sporadic, lots of time in between them, and I apologize for that. As you might expect, there's been a lot of changes going on in my life, a lot of shifting, not just because of the pandemic, but school started and my son's just starting kindergarten. So that's a whole new set of challenges, along with getting a Twitch stream started and managing that and work and all of the stuff. I've just had a lot of things going on. And I haven't been able to sit down and record an episode and prepare and edit the way that I need to be able to to give you a quality episode. I've also had some pretty significant issues with my audio equipment. Hopefully those are done. And with that, that actually goes to the topic of this episode, which is changes. Because being a single parent for most of us, is a big change. It's like I said when I much started this show, nobody ever sets out to become a single parent. At least very few people. We were designed, kids were designed, people were designed to want to raise kids with someone else. Someone who will love them and care for them, and someone who will love and care for a child. This is natural. This is normal. And that's part of what makes single parenting so darn hard. Like, how do you be both the compassionate, loving one and also the disciplinarian, the strict one? That could seem sort of contradictory to your kids, but it's what you have to do. And ultimately, it means that you're going through changes. And those changes aren't always just about a new schedule or a new location, new bills, new budget. A lot of those changes happen in you, and they happen in your kids. See, when I was a kid, I was actually the quiet kid. When I was in middle school, I actually earned the nickname Gargoyle because I would always be at school early, and I would just sit in the corner with a book. I might be doing homework, I might be reading a book by myself, but I always kept to myself. And on the odd chance that I did interact with kids, I was not very good. It was very awkward, very temperamental. So then comes the day when suddenly I started talking a lot. And a few things happened around that time in my life all kind of at about the same time. My parents got divorced, and I got saved. Now, I don't know which one of those was more influential in the way my personality changed. I want to be hyper-spiritual here and say, oh, God really changed my personality and really opened me up. And while it's easy for me to say that my parents' divorce never hit me quite as hard as I think it hits other people. But I did change a lot. As a result of that, my environment was different, and thus I was different. And it happened when I was 11, which is right about that time where you start 
kind of figuring out who you are. So then being the child of a single parent, I went through changes too. And so are your kids. And it can feel hopeless. It can feel like it's never going to end. But I want to talk to you today about having some hope. About having some hope through your changes. And the Bible actually prepares us for the idea that these changes are going to happen. Not necessarily being a single parent, but that we're going to go through tough times. If you want to hear my take on what the Bible says about being a single parent, go back to the episode where I actually read the story about the single parent in the Bible. But for today, we're going to go to Ecclesiastes. This is Ecclesiastes 3, 1 through 8. For everything there is a season, and a time for every matter under heaven, a time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to pluck up what is planted, a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to break down and a time to build up, a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance, a time to cast away stones and a time to gather stones together, a time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing. A time to seek and a time to lose, a time to keep and a time to cast away, a time to tear and a time to sow, a time to keep silence and a time to speak, a time to love and a time to hate, a time for war and a time for peace. Some version of these happen to us all the time. It's happening to everyone around the world. You know, it's like when you're getting divorced and suddenly it seems like all of your friends are getting engaged. Just in the last month, two people that I know that were single moms got married. One of them seemingly out of the blue. And these aren't people I know terribly well, but, you know, you open your Facebook page and these things are happening. Another person I worked with a long time ago just got engaged. It's like, what's what's going on? I'm like, good for them. But I also know that there's people who are struggling, where their marriages are falling apart, where they're depressed, they don't feel healthy. Obviously, we hear about it on the news every day. Thousands and hundreds of thousands of people getting sick. And dying. Case counts of COVID spiking everywhere. And don't even get me started on politics. But all of these things have their season. They have their time. And then it's over. You know, if you're getting divorced and you're going through proceedings, no matter how cordial or bitter those proceedings might be, eventually, They will come to an end. There will be some agreement made. Now, my lawyer told me something. He said, every custody order is final until the next one, which is not terribly encouraging, but it is realistic. These changes happen. And when things change around us, it's only natural that things change inside us. And you need to become aware 
of how things are affecting you. I've talked about this before. To some extent, you have to shield your kids from what's really going on, especially if they're young. To some extent, you have to keep strong in front of your kids. And the reason I say in front of your kids is because there are times when you're not in front of your kids. And if you're starting to get emotional and you need to cry, do that. If you need help, reach out for it. These changes are not easy. And it's very easy to feel isolated. Especially if you're in the middle of it. You know, in some ways, it's when you find out who your real friends are. Because some people may walk away. And some people may draw closer. And that's okay. But you can't bottle it all up inside and hold it all in and expect it to work out. Because it becomes too much. It will start coming out in ways you do not want. You can become angry or irritable. Maybe you get to work and you start making mistakes you wouldn't normally make because your mind is somewhere else. I could give a hundred examples of different things that could happen. And we're all different. We all handle these things different. But you need to maintain your self-health and self-care as these changes happen. Not just for your kids' sake, but for yours. I'm going to say that again. It's not just for your kids. It's also for you. And when you're staying healthy for you, you're also better able to take care of your kids. See how that works? When you're spending your not-in-front-of-kids time doing healthy things to get help, maybe you call and you talk to friends or a counselor, you definitely should be praying and reading your Bible. Maybe you read books. Maybe you play video games to let that stress out of you. Whatever it is, you need to be doing it. Don't fall into all those other traps because there's going to be a ton of traps that the world is going to say is going to make you feel better. The drinking, the drugs, the porn, the Tinder, <laughs> casual nights. I'm not talking about that stuff. Don't do that stuff. There are healthy ways to handle it. But you can't hold it all up inside. Because that will make this season be much longer than it needs to be. But what do we focus on? How does God sort of instruct us and help us in this? And the answer is in a bunch of different ways. Just the fact that there is an almighty God who loves us and cares about us enough to say, no matter what situation you're in, I'm always here for you, is amazing. To be able to reach out to the Prince of Peace in times of chaos is incredible. And I've read these verses before. I did an entire episode just on this passage. And I bring it up again because I think it fits this idea of changes the most. This isn't the only passage that talks about this. 
but for what we're talking about today, I think it's the best example. Therefore, since we have been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Through him, we have also obtained access by faith into this grace in which we stand, and we rejoice in hope of the glory of God. Not only that, but we rejoice in our sufferings, knowing that suffering produces endurance, and endurance produces character, and character produces hope. And hope does not put us to shame, because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. That's Romans 5, 1 through 5. And the reason that these verses speak to me so much, and I think they speak to this concept of strength through the changes, is because it gives us this list. We rejoice in our sufferings, knowing that suffering produces endurance, endurance produces character, character produces hope, and hope does not put us to shame. It means that there are levels to it. See, we can have this mindset that if we don't just get through and then we're happy at the end, that we're not okay. That's not the healthy way to look at it. Eventually, we come to this place of hope. Eventually, we come to this place where we can see the light at the end of the tunnel, as the saying goes. And how long that eventually is, is different for everyone. My opinion, I think it depends a lot on how you decide to view who you are, what the changes are, how, what you're becoming. If you are able to maintain a sort of objective, healthy balance, and you don't let yourself get bogged down too much or too many times with all of the things that are going on, I think the time frame is shorter. Again, that's just my opinion. But the fact is there are lessons to be learned. And people could say things like this. Yeah, the lesson to learn is I learned how much to not trust men or women or how much my friends weren't really friends. And yeah, those may be lessons that you learn. However, those type of lessons come out of a place of bitterness. And we don't want to be bitter. Bitter helps no one. You very well may learn the people that you want to have in your life and not have in your life. You may learn the signs to look out for to see if somebody is doing something improper. And it's going to change you so the next time, if there is a next time that you enter into a relationship, you're going to look out for those things. You might even be a little paranoid if you start to even see the hint of those things. That's a message for another time. But know right now that whatever you're going through, if you can keep a healthy outlook, if you can keep your eyes focused on God and let God help you be aware of the help that you need, of what you need to do for your sake, for your kid's sake, what the right thing is to do, then you can come through this season 
into a brighter season with endurance and character and hope. You won't be the same person. But God wants to use this time to make you a better person. Because it's not about what other people are saying about you. It's about what God says about you. And there are always going to be other people who, when you're doing what God wants you to do, who for some reason still will not approve. That's not on you. That's on them. You can do this. God can help you do this. You are not alone. Don't buy into the lie that you are. Don't let anyone tell you that there is no help, that there is no understanding, that there is nothing for you because they're wrong. The only thing that person is proving to you is that they're not the ones who are going to get you what you need. Bring it to God. Bring it to your pastors. Get godly counsel. And God will help you, and you will make it through this season, these changes. And you'll look back at the person that you were, and you'll say, that was really hard, but God got me through it, and now I'm here. And that will be a testimony that you can carry for the rest of your life. And this moment, it might not seem like you're going to make it, but you will. Keep your eyes fixed on God. Reach out. Get help. And you will be okay. Let's pray. God, we thank you that these things are just seasons of life. Of this blip that we get to be on this earth. That these are just seasons, just times that we go through. God, I pray for everyone that you would give a strength and courage and perseverance. That we wouldn't let the world pull us away to things that aren't really helpful, but that you would lead us to the right things, the good things, the things that we need. I pray for those who need help, who are feeling isolated, that they would be able to reach out or that people would reach out to them, that we could come together as a community, as a body of believers. Because, God, you make us all family. Bring us together to be support and a light for each other when we need it. I pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, you can find me on Twitter at SPPreacherPod. You can email me at thesingleparentpreacher at gmail.com. Or you can find me on twitch.tv slash trutham Sunday nights and Wednesday nights starting around 9 Eastern, just for a couple of hours. Thank you for listening. Again, I apologize for the sporadic time frame of the episodes. I will do my best to be more consistent Even if it's not weekly, at least it won't be three monthly. Until next time, you're going to make it. It's going to be okay.